Hey there, I'm Natalie Abbott, and this is The Dwell Podcast. At Dwell, we help you memorize one Bible verse every month. On our weekly podcast, we talk about what our verse means, how it's challenging us, and about how the God of the universe wants to connect with us in our daily lives. Welcome back to The Dwell Podcast, everybody. This is your host, Natalie Abbott, and my sister, Vera, is with me today. Hello, Vera. What's up? It's me. So this is a special episode because we're not talking about a verse. That's right. And we asked, we asked all of you guys questions on the old gram, things that you might want to know about Dwell. So we have some questions. We do. And I feel bad that I said this is a special episode and we're not talking about the Bible. That's not, that seems wrong, right? No, we know what you mean. All right. All right. No judgment here. This is a judgment-free zone. Always. Mostly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So you guys asked us questions. Um, I think that the best place to start is the beginning, which I, we got this question from Elena. What inspired you guys to start Dwell? I'm going to let you answer that, Vera. Yeah. Um, so I, for those of you who haven't heard this story before, I think I've talked about it a little bit on previous podcast episodes, but I was an athlete prior to Dwell. I um, was a pole vaulter and was training to make an Olympic team in 2012 and 2016. And during that time, um, I used to write verses on my arm for every practice and every competition. It was like an easy way for me to focus my mind on uh, what was true instead of like the stress of training and competing and injuries and um, the pressure of trying to go after this goal. Mm -hmm. um, and so I used to write these big swaths of scripture on my arm and my sister-in-law was like, Hey, my friend taught me this way to memorize scripture where you just write the first letter of every word. And so I started to write it on my wrist in, in that same form, first letter of every word. And it was like mind blowing how much scripture I could memorize when I used that method. And so after track came to an end in 2016, I kind of entered into a pretty hard season of life. I had spent my entire life chasing this dream of going to the Olympics and now it had come up like it was over. I didn't make an Olympic team and I was in this new season of what kind of what's next. And it was kind of a dark season for me. Um, because when you're training for the Olympics, you don't really think about what happens if I don't make it. You can only mm. have that single mindedness towards the school. And so I didn't have anything lined up. And I would say I was borderline depressed and anxious and memorizing God's word this way on my wrist, that really lifted me out of my pit. Every morning I woke up and it was the first thing I did was open my Bible, memorize God's word. Hmm. And so it kind of came to me one day, I was like, oh, I should make myself some temporary tattoos. This would be really smart. It'd be really fun and like cool. Maybe there's a way I can make these temporary tattoos. Um, and then I thought to myself, I bet other people might like this. And it just started to roll from there. Mm -hmm. And here we are almost three years Here we later. are. Yeah. And it has been, yeah, just a, an amazing blessing in my own life. Mm -hmm. I just sent a message to Natalie this morning about how humbled I am that I get to be a part of this project that God is helping so many people memorize his word to give them truth to stand on. Amen. Same. I just, I, like, 
how do I get to do this with my life? It's so awesome. Get to work with my sister, get to talk about God's word all the time. You know, we get um, inboxes with people just encouraging us that, you know, they're being impacted by the things that we're doing um, to point them to Jesus. So uh, just, yeah, that's, we love what we do. So we kind of already answered Denise's question mm -hmm. that said, how did you learn this technique of scripture memory? So you answered that. Mm -hmm. We're going to skip that, but thank you for sending that in, Denise. Now I have a bunch of really boring questions. Okay. I'm going to ask them all at the same time, and then we're going to talk about them. Will you ever do international shipping? Where are your tattoos made? And where are you based? These are all like practical sure. kind of questions. So, um, yes, we hope to do international shipping again. We did for a while and then COVID happened and there were weird things going on with where we could ship and shipping times and all sorts of things. So we're hoping to do that again. Our tattoos are made in the United States. I think all our prints that go in the membership, those are pr uh, printed in the U.S. and in Canada. They have multiple branches, so sometimes they come from Canada, um, as well as the key tags are printed in the U.S. So, And then the third question, where are we based? Um, in two places. So St. Louis is where I am, and Natalie is in Chicago, but all of our, um, like, operations happen here in St. Louis. So this is where our memberships are uh, mm -hmm. put together and fulfilled and shipped out of. And one thing that I think Vera is neglecting to say is that uh, we're really committed to making sure that our products are fair products. That's part of the reason that we have our tattoos made in the United States because we know that workers are treated fairly. So yep. that's part of it. Also, all of our fulfillment is done by a really cool company. Uh, Vera, you want to tell us about yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. So it's a company based out of um, St. Louis that employs individuals with um, intellectual and developmental disabilities. And so it's a really cool team, a really cool organization. And the workers are treated with the utmost respect and are given an opportunity to have an income and um, work together with a group. And so, yeah, we love that part of um, our process and also love to keep things local as we can. You know, our marketing agency is out of um, St. Louis as well, which um, they've done a fantastic, not marketing. Um, they do our like our boxes and our, um, the sleeves, the yellow things that come in the mail, they print all of that <laughs> for us. Um, and so um, that's a group called pop marketing that we've really loved working with. And the fulfillment center is called project CU. And yeah, we've just been blessed to have a great team around us supporting what we're getting into your mailboxes. Yeah. Love doing it. Okay. So the next question is another kind of, it's an interesting question. I won't spend a whole lot of time on it, but I'm going to answer it. It is, why did we choose the NIV? Go on with your bad self. So <laughs> the NIV is a good translation of the Bible. There are a lot of different translations. I also really love the ESV, the English Standard Version. It's the one I typically use when I study, but I like the NIV a little better because it is a phrase for phrase translation, whereas the ESV is a word for word translation. So sometimes the ESV sounds a little awkward. It's great for studying with. I think you get sometimes a different insight into the repetition of words and, and that, you know, when Paul's writing this, he really wants you to get this concept. So he keeps repeating the same word. So the ESV is going to repeat that same word, whereas the NIV maybe won't. They maybe will give you a couple different nuances of that word. 
that's the difference really. And mm -hmm. I know some of you are big KJV or NKJV people too. Uh, I'm not, I mean, the Bible, having a lot of translations in English is an amazing thing that we get to have. And it's fun to get to look at different translations to really catch a lot of the nuances. Because if a Greek word has a lot of meanings in it and a lot of nuances to it, when we read the scriptures in different English transla translations, it usually gives us a sense of that fullness that we aren't otherwise going to get. Mm -hmm. So we just picked the NIV though, because it, it sounds the prettiest. <laughs> a lot of people ask too, are you going to do ESV? Are you going to do um, King James version? And I think at this point, you know, the process of even coming up with a design is so tied to the number of letters and the type of mm. letters. So you see in our yeah. designs, a lot of the time, like we'll have the whole verse is inside of a letter or something like that. Well, if you're doing a different translation every month where we have, let's say we have three to choose from, they're going to be three mm -hmm. totally different designs because they're going to have different letters in them. So that's what it, why it complicates things when people are like, oh, can't you just do another translation too? It's like, oh, that's three times the design work. Yeah. If I were going to do that, I would. Th it would be worth it to do it if we were going to do it in Spanish or another yeah. language. Yeah. That, to my in my mind, would make it worthwhile. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can see that for yeah. sure. Here are a couple of other questions. Teresa wants to know, where is the best place to put your tattoo with all of the COVID hand washing? That's a great Let's question. get practical. Yeah. Okay. So I love the inside of the wrist for the look of it. I have found that it is for me, whatever, for whatever reason, I think I wear a lot of sweatshirts, even in the summertime, I'm always a cold person. So I've found that the best place is actually inside, like right below my elbow on the inside of my arm, it will last so long. And the other place, believe it or not, even though you're washing your hands, I find the back of my hand, I think the skin there is rather dry, at least on my hands. And so um, I think the less oily parts of our body will help the tattoo last longer. So the back of the hand, the inside of the, the arm, a pie have been the best places for me. Um, mm -hmm. For people who have small kiddos, um, most people I feel like hold their babies on their left hip so they can use their right hand to like make dinner or whatever. So anytime I put a tattoo on my left arm, it's trashed in like 10 minutes. But if I put it on my right arm, <laughs> it's for real. Uh -huh. If I put it on my right arm, it lasts for like four or five days. Um, no problem at all. So that would be my yeah. suggestion inside, inside upper right arm. All right. And I would also say for those of you who struggle with keeping your tattoos to stay very long, if you really clean your hand, like get all the oils and lotions and whatever off of your skin first, it's definitely going to stay longer. And I actually, I'm a very dry person. I actually put my tattoo on. And if I don't put lotion on like about 10 minutes later, my tattoo will crack because my skin is cracky. <laughs> if I, if I like you put lotion on after you after apply it. I apply it mm -hmm. That's and it know. really helps. Uh huh. It helps keep it longer. Like I honestly have to like scrub mine off hard. And I think it's because I have such, such dry skin. So those of you with dry skin, it's probably going to last longer. Like at least mine last at least a week. But then if I put lotion on after, if I really, like I really clean my skin, get all the oils, any lotions off, put a little bit on after the tattoo. That's that's good to know. Now we Hashtag know. hints. Here we go. All right. Go so here's two more good questions. Okay. Can we get past scripture designs and can we request scripture? This is from Sharon. Sharon, we feel you, girl. Mm -hmm. um, we sometimes can accommodate that. 
we sometimes can't. It's dependent on what inventory we have left over. If we've um, had some surplus in a month, if there's a particular scripture, you can send an email to our customer service team, dwell at dwelldifferently.com. And typically we can help you out. That being said, it's not like our, our main mission is to, to get that old inventory out. However, I will say we do a couple times a year um, we will take all of our old inventory and put it online for like a flash sale. So we do that at Christmas time always so people can have stocking stuffers. So look for that for Black Friday. We also did it this year for Easter, for like Easter baskets. So keep your eye out for those. That's a super fun time to be able to get all your favorite verses. And however, you don't get to order your specific verses. You, it's like a potluck. You get what you get. That's right. Um, yeah, it was a mystery last year. Like you didn't know which verse you were choosing. We're going to hopefully at some point be able to give you more opportunity to choose which verse you want. And there is this hope and dream. And you guys can let us know if this is something you would be excited about. If you are a member, we want to be able to give you like secret store access to get old verses. So like if you just are obsessed with September's verse, you can buy 10 of them in your account um, to give to your friends and family or whatever. Um, and that's kind of a, a future goal for us is to be able to give you more access to the verses that are really um, impacting you that you want to share with others. Okay. So I've got a couple of really great questions from Elena. She asks, how do you design your tattoos each month? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like witness this the pain. process the and the pain. <laughs> <laughs> Multiple iterations, <sighs> lots of prayer. I mean, sometimes here's the on the honest answer is like sometimes it's like, oh duh, I know exactly what I'm gonna do. And mm. I sit down and I have it designed in two hours. And other times it's like I can't I can't come up with anything. I have no vision for it, and I'm like banging my head against the wall. So I think it's just like anything creative. Um, you can't really have a time limit or an expectation. You just have to give yourself as much freedom as you can to sit down and try. Just try anything that comes out of my head. I don't judge it. I'm just like, I'm going to put everything down there. I'm going to try it 16 different ways and see what happens. Because what I tip, like when I'm not having an easy design session, it's because I go, I get into a rabbit hole of like this one idea and I mm. keep trying to make it work and it's just not the right thing. So I yeah. try to, you know, let my mind wander and, and think of all sorts of things. But to be totally honest, there have been so many months where I'm, I'm I feel empty of any creative idea. And I just mm. have to pray that God would give me something that would be inspired and that it would be something that would connect with people. Because when what I really want is I want you to, th it, there's, there is psychology behind design and um, font and your ability to recall things. I don't know all of the science about it, but the idea of like every font being a little bit different, every design being a little bit different actually aids in the memory process. Because when I see let's say the little city, I immediately am like, okay, yeah, that one was about being uh, a town on a hill, I think. And you start to see, if you close your eyes, you can actually see the design. You can actually see the letters in your mind and it will prompt you to recall it much easier than writing a verse on a note card because mm -hmm. your handwriting looks the exact same every single time you write it out. 
And so it's just, it's not going to, to trigger the same way at an artistic design is going to trigger um, you trying to recall that verse. And so that's, um, that's our hope with Dwell is that we're, we're giving you this full image that is going to stick in your brain long term. Also, I can relate to the creative process sometimes taking a bit. I regularly rewrite and rewrite blogs. If I have the time, I probably I probably write like three blogs for every one blog I write. <laughs> this is true. She sends them to me. I'm like, be done. That's great. <laughs> ridiculous. We're both ridiculous. Okay. So last question. How do you guys pick the member of the month? You know, this has been pretty organic, I would say. Yeah, Nat? Oh, yeah, for sure. It's like, you know, we come across an account that sticks out to us for some reason, or we personally feel inspired by their message or their story or um, the or way we just read their book and we're like, hey, yeah. how do we get this person on our podcast? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Um, so, you know, it's, it's really just connections mm-hmm. and recommendations. So like if you have that person that you're like, oh my gosh, so-and-so needs to come on the Dwell podcast, like tag us in one of their posts and and mention it and help us to be connected to the people you want to hear from. Yeah. And if you have, uh, you didn't answer this question, Vera, but if you request scripture, if you have ideas about scripture that you want us to think about, this is Sharon's question. Send an email. Send us a DM. Send us an email. Let us know um, because we're right now picking our verses for next year. We're not quite there yet. So we've got some. We've got some slots. So if you. We've got some slots. And we did have like on Instagram where you could send in verses. But if you missed that, um, you could do it anytime. And it may may be a while before it shows up. um, But we will definitely take it into consideration. That's right. All right. Well, thanks, Vera. Thanks for joining me. I hope we answered some of your questions and I hope we it wasn't too much again, of a, because that was, we fun. should, we should. It was really fun. All right. Well, thanks for listening guys. Take care. All right. See ya. Hey, thanks for joining us on the dwell podcast. You can find out more about us at dwell differently on Instagram, Facebook, and at dwelldifferently.com online. We help people connect with God through scripture memory, daily posts, a weekly blog, and of course, this podcast.